Welcome to the Beyond Mom podcast, the podcast for moms seeking connection to self while navigating the journey of motherhood. Get inspired with our practical tools, soulful conversations, and honest stories told by other women like you. From entrepreneurship to healthy living to style, Beyond Mom will spark you to live the thriving life you deserve. And now, join our host, Brandy Zinn, as she takes you Beyond Mom. Hi, everybody. Welcome to On Air with Beyond Mom. This is Randy Zinn, the Beyond Mom founder. I'm so glad that you're here today for what I know is going to be an incredibly invigorating conversation. For those of you that are familiar with Beyond Mom, we're a community that offers dialogue and content and inspiration for women that love being moms, but know that there's so much more and that we are so many things as women and we want those parts of ourselves to flourish. And I think we all know that we can't do it alone. So today's conversation is absolutely inspired by this truth. And I have here with me today someone who I have watched and learned from and kind of circled around through lots of mutual friends. And finally, we're here to have a meaningful discussion that we get to share with you. And I am here with the amazing Claudia Chan. Hi, Claudia. Hey, Brandy. How's it going? Things are great. I'm really happy that you're here with me. And we're going to get to share some of your incredible experiences and insights as a businesswoman, an entrepreneur, and as a mama with our listeners. I'm super excited. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So just to tell everyone a bit about Claudia, but I'm going to let her do most of the talking. Um, Claudia has been immersed in communities of women really her whole life um, as a attendee of a girls' school, having an entrepreneurial mom, um, co-running a company called Shecky's, which as a, a young person in New York City in my 20s, I was quite familiar with. Um, but in 2010, she had that revelation that many of us can relate to, which is that she wanted to uh, connect in a deeper way with her work. And she really wanted to give back to women. Um, she wanted to create a new consciousness of what it means to be a woman in today's world. And so many of the things that she's created clearly stems from that mission. She's created uh, what many of us are familiar familiar with, the She Summit here in New York City. Um, she runs the She Global Media Company, which allows her to um, uh, give insight and education to companies that want to strengthen their work with women. Um, there's just so many things she does, and she's such a fascinating woman. So I'm just going to let this interview speak for that. So... Claudia, tell us um, a little bit more about you, um, about She Summit, about your website, about you and your vision. Yeah, so thanks for that intro. There's so many versions out there, I never know which one. <laughs> That's the great thing about the web, right? It just so many versions of things. So She Summit, so I'm basically what I call a women's empowerment educator and accelerator. I believe that we are living in the fourth wave of feminism. Um, you can't really, you know, turn on the TV, watch the news, read the paper, look at magazines right now to hear about, you know, power women and girl boss and lean in and United State of women and, uh, you know, planet 5050. Like there's just so many women's empowerment brands and campaigns and companies and everybody wants to empower women today. And it's really this unprecedented um, revolution um, that I believe I call it the macro movement. 
Um, and that really right now today, women's empowerment and feminism is not one thing. It's actually thousands of specific women's movements. So uh, that are actually occurring right now. And behind every movement, there are individuals and organizations and campaigns that are trying to achieve progress for women in that specific area. So for example, Beyond Mom, you know, your movement or, you know, or your mission, I would say helping women bring their mission to movements, but the movement you're really in is, you know, helping empower, you know, a mom's identity beyond just being a mom, right? Beyond just being mother to her child. Like what is her identity beyond that? And that is your movement in many ways is supporting, you know, mothers in that sense and helping them find their multidimensionality and, and identity. Um, but then if you look at the pay gap, right, all the areas of her life, like like a girl is about confidence, right? They always campaign. Um, 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 Lean in is about getting more women into senior leadership at corporations. So there's more gender equality in the corporate workforce. There's the pay gap. I mean, there's getting more you know, venture funding to female, you know, entrepreneurs. I mean, there's, there's so many movements when it, when it comes to women's career, confidence, motherhood, personal life. Um, then when you look at, you know, third world cultural social issues, let's talk about girls' education. Let's talk about maternal, maternal mortality and the fact that a, a, a mom, a woman dies every two minutes in the, in the world due to childbirth complications um, or sex trafficking or, you know, there's like, like tons of, you know, like cultural and social issues, right? Um, and then look at industries like tech industry, finance, advertising, media, gender gap in every single industry. So my point is, is that there's thousands of women's movements and or, or topics that need women's movements. And so what I do is I educate individuals, women, and also increasingly men, um, as well as organizations to get behind, get clarity and amplify, clarify and amplify what your movement is. Um, and so that actually we can we can accelerate gender equality in this world, which really basically means a healthier, more sustainable planet, right? We need women. Women make up half the world, and we need both women and men co-leading the world. And so that's really where my work is focused on. And the She Summit platform is really a conference, an annual global conference and global live HD webcast. So not only if you're if you're in New York City, obviously please attend. Um, this fall, but you can also, if you're in any part of the world, you can also get the live stream. Um, and it's to really, you know, teach women this and empower them to what I say, rise and lift. So it's not only about lifting, right, a women's issue or a women's movement, but it's also about rising to your highest potential so that you can thrive as you do it. Um, so yeah, and that's, that to me is living your life and, you know, your, your passion and purpose. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting. I feel like so many of us feel like, you know, women's issues on the other side of the world or things like the pay gap. It's 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 sometimes hard to identify as a woman on as a mother on a daily basis, how we even feel the effects of these things. How how have you realized or, or what have you seen as to the importance that we really not only understand these issues, but we get involved in some way. I think that, you know, I think that it's one thing for us to personally, well, first of all, when it comes to, when it comes to leading a, like a really successful life, like leading your life greatly, right? Um, you know, a lot of, you know, when you're not, it's one thing, okay, I want to be a great mother. I want to be a great, great wife, partner. I want to be a great career person, entrepreneur, whatever it is. But that purpose bucket, 
you know, like that purpose bucket and doing something with meaning, doing something that has an impact beyond just your own financial, family, security, popularity, whatever it is. There's something about doing something for the greater good, number one, that some people know this and some don't. Some like might feel it, but they don't have clarity on it yet. Like that's truly becoming who you're meant to be. That's truly like everybody's born onto this planet to actually, you know, because they were, they were given a gift and to live a calling and everybody's calling has some sort of impactful purpose. And I think finding there, like the happiness that you get, you know, from, from serving, you know, and doing something impactful ripple effects. And I can't explain it. It is just the most rewarding success kind of success one can ever have. That's number one. So, you know, adding meaning and purpose and impact to your life. Number two, in terms of how do you find, okay, so where do I make an impact? How do I, what's my movement or what's my mission beyond like, obviously having a healthy, successful life and family, right? What, you know, so then it's like, okay, what I always say is what have you struggled through or what have you personally gone through? Were you raised by a single mother? Did you have trouble breastfeeding? Did somebody, were you discriminated against, you know, in a job? you know, you know, did you financially, you know, get devastated because of something and you want to help others so that they don't go through what you did, right? Like, or did you have such a struggle? Is the Western medical healthcare system so messed up that we need to like, we need to actually transform it or start something on the side so that new mothers are more supported in the whole like birthing process, right? There's just so many things out there that, that you can, you, you might've personally experienced that was unjust or not right because there was lack of education. So these are all ways on what have you gone through and that you can actually solve through your God-given gifts, right? Whether it's writing, whether it's sales, whether it's marketing, whether it's product creation, to actually then make a difference for other women in that specific topic. So that's number one in terms of like, how do you start identifying what is, how am I going to lift others? Where's my purpose and impact, right? And then the second thing is, is that when it comes to third world issues, what I always just say that, you know, we are women. You know, when you look at, like, we have to represent and back up, you know, other women. It is our kind. You know, we are, it is our gender. You know, women, if women are not going to step up for women's issues and we are women, then who else will? How can we ever expect the men to? How can we ever expect governments or corporations to, right? It is the women, we have to, we, we can at least understand when we look at the fact that maternal mortality exists, you know, when we look at the fact that, you know, girls can be raped and sex trafficked at like six years old, right? I mean, it's, it's like, you know, we have to be able to at least emotionally feel that and think about, you know, that's just not okay. And so, you know, as women, like, I care about that, right? I might not know exactly in this very moment what I'm going to do about it, but if you just do one part in something, there's still a ripple effect, right? Um, I always just say that if we can get women in, in developed countries and in the first world truly driving change in specific issues for women, that will eventually ripple effect on the third world countries. Because like, you know, the more, more female presidents, more female CEOs, more women social change makers, right? The more that those are created the more we're actually building the next generation of female leaders and change makers to then affect and change those third world problems. So it, it does eventually come 360, but you have to start with, it's, it's the women in the first world, like people like us that have an education and that have opportunity and clean drinking water that actually can do something. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Claudia, shifting 
a tiny bit towards yeah. subjects of entrepreneurship, you know, nine times out of ten, the Beyond Moms that are listening are on some level an entrepreneur, even if it's just the early, early buds of a thought. And because you have grown something that was so stemmed from your heart and from your experiences and this kind of culmination of wanting to start movement building, I'm sure you could write a book on this question, but what would be a couple of your tips to a Beyond Mom with a vision, with an idea, where does she begin? Well, I have a bunch of, you know, mantras and I call them internal leadership practices or habits, mind habits. But I mean, the first thing, it's a belief system, right? I say that, you know, first of all, one thing to know is that whatever vision you have for what it is that you want to create, that's there, that's been casted on you. Like, so I, I often say to like, what is your source? And, and I'm working on a book right now that'll come out, probably published in um, October 2017 for She Summit um, next year, and it's called. It's about all about teaching women again. How do you how do you um, lead holistically and and lift others at the same time? Rise and lift. But essentially, you know, God is my source. So whether it's nature, spirit, destiny, your children, like everybody has needs a power source, right? Where you can get this unlimited amount of confidence from. So a that confidence comes with from within. Um, and if you just sort of rely on yourself for that confidence, it's it's often not going to be as as a something that you can count on always, right? Because women, we get very we get lost in the ego, we get lost in um, what people think about us, and um, you know all of those things, especially with all the media messages today. But the first thing to know is that you know I believe that that vision has been cast on you. Like it, don't abandon that vision. Like it's literally imprinted on you for a reason, and respect your vision. Um, the second thing is, you know, vision so big of the version that you want to create. Think of think of the biggest possible version of it, and because because if you do that, then the then you take bigger steps. If you think of it, oh, I really want to start blah 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 blah. It's going to reach like one thousand people, you know, or you know, like I would think more like, okay, you know, ten years from now, looking back, what are you celebrating? What have you done? And, and the thing is, is that it's not just a vision, but it's also how are you going to do it differently because of who you are as a person and what your natural born gifts are and what your experiences are, right? I mean, there's a million mom websites out there. There's a million fashion pro- brands out there. There's a million, you know, beauty products out there um, and service-based companies, right? Like what makes every single one so different? Like bring your natural born gifts and your experiences. It's all happened for you and not to you. Um, and so it's really, you know, it's, so it's having, you know, first understanding that this vision is not ridiculous and that it truly is, it is like literally like you've been called upon, right? Um, take it seriously, make the vision super big and then have relentless confidence in it. I say we can only become what we believe. So our power to believe is our greatest power. And we can say, oh, sure, I believe in what I'm doing, but then, you know, you look at blah, 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 just raised $10 million or, you know, this client just said, you know, this is the 20th client that said no to me in a row or blah, 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 employee just left or you couldn't hire help or whatever. All the million things that are going to happen to you, it's very easy to give up on that belief and that confidence, right? It's easy to be, be like, oh God, why bother doing this? So, so then I basically say expect the obstacles and, but know that the obstacles are there to build you. Success doesn't happen overnight. It's a constant, consistent, ongoing effort. And actually, the more you struggle through it and the more 
challenges you have is almost like a test from the universe, right, for you to overcome. And as you overcome them, it forces you to be more patient. It forces you to be more creative. It forces you to be a lot more savvy, you know, because and and, and for, it, it requires grace. So these are all, you know, habits and these are all like just a taste of what I preach. And, you know, and I and ultimately my leadership methodology that I have tried and tested for the last God knows how many years of my life. So those are just some tidbits, you know, but it's just to keep on keep on going. And, and then of course, build your tribe, right? Build your community of, of your supporters because you are the company you keep, you know, you are, um, you know, every opportunity, every meeting is an opportunity to learn or to teach, you know, it, it, there's just, there's so many surround yourself with, you know, when you have the free time, you know, like, like develop your, your mind, build your mind. Are there podcasts you can listen to? Are there books that you can read like, and, and that are fun, right. That are not like tedious and exhausting. Um, but the mind is a sponge and the more, you know, we get what we focus on. So, you know, you have to really train and manage your mind to serve you and to serve your vision. Mm. Well said, Claudia. So I think that what I certainly want to hear the most about, and I know you have so much to say on the subject, you've been building businesses and visions for years. And in just this past year, you've become a mom yourself. And I'm sure that you have gotten so much incredible wisdom along with the obstacles. And I think that the beyond moms out there that are in the midst of this juggle, I mean, we can't give each other, we can't give each other enough support and enough encouragement and enough wisdom that maybe, you, you know, we're all gaining, you know, for those of you listening, it was funny, Claudia and I jumped on right before we started, you know, hitting the record button and we just started boom, 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 back and forth on the, the I want, I don't want to call it the mom stuff, but the mom business juggle stuff. It's such a real dynamic. So I know you have so much to share. Uh, what would be some things you want to share with our listeners, Claudia? How do I juggle it all? That how do you juggle it all? Juggle it all. What have you learned? How have you grown? Um, what would you want to share with you know other women who are trying to navigate it too? Yeah. So um, I mean, for all the listeners, I'm I, I turned 41 years old in April, and I let's see, my my husband's like turning 43 soon. Um, Jackson is turning one this Sunday, uh, June 26th. So I'm a new mom at 41. Um, just got through my first year, and also just I want to share too that I when we when we started trying like I guess a year and a half ago or two years ago, um, I actually did get the first time I got pregnant. I also had a miscarriage. Um, we got pregnant pretty quickly both times. Um, once once I truly started focusing on that darn ovulation thing, <laughs> um, you know, and then um, and I actually did get I did have I did have a miscarriage the first time, and then um, which was pretty devastating because nothing again prepares you for that. And nobody yes. talks about it enough. Um, same then, thing. Same thing happened to me too, Claudia. Actually, and you're right. No one does really talk about it. So <laughs> I guess based on going through like the getting pregnant, conceiving, carrying, birthing, feeding, and now raising um, with a one-year-old, you know what I've learned is that through those four or five stages, that every woman has a different experience or a different combination of everything. And before I used to think, especially running a women's empowerment company, you know, we would have like panel topics like, 
you know, like juggling like motherhood and career. And, you know, and like I would have this like perception of what it would be like. Right. And just a, what I've learned is nothing will ever prepare you for motherhood and this whole process until you just go through it. That's number one. Um, number two is everybody has a different experience based on their situation. Right. Like for like me, I like it was a little tough getting pregnant because I had the miscarriage, but then I had an amazing pregnancy but then I ended up having this like last minute after wanting to have a natural birth and like 20 hours of, of like epidural free labor ended up with a C-section. And then I didn't know enough about breastfeeding. So my milk never fully came, you know, like I just had such a different experience, but then Jackson's also been a really like the first month was the hardest month of my life. But then the rest of the year, he's really been a pretty easy baby. I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that I've given him, he's been a formula baby. Like I was only able to breast feed for, um, three, I had enough breast milk, like up to three months, which is funny because she summit 2015 last year, October, um, was exactly three months after he was born. And I literally stopped after she summit and my girlfriend said, Oh my God, I can't believe she summit stole your breast milk, uh, which I thought was hysterical. But my point is, is that, you know, you know, maybe you had a really tough birth, you know, maybe you have really difficult parents. Do you have a supportive husband? Do you have like, you know, so many of my mom friends, you know, with hus- with spouses and partners tell me that they basically feel like single moms, right? And they feel like they're raising their child on their own. So, you know, there's just so many factors that go into it. What kind of help do you have? Can you afford childcare? Is it a dual income family or is it a solo income family? Like all of these factors go into it. Are you entrepreneurial? Can you work from home half the time? Are you a corporate person? Is your corporation supportive of your policies? I mean, so when we as women judge ourselves about like, oh my God, I just, am I really spending enough time, you know, with, with activities with him or have I been, you know, slacking on his nutrition or, you know, we just, we beat the crap out of ourselves. Right. And, and we just put so much pressure on ourselves and judgment and blame ourselves for things where, you know, it's as if, but we're only doing that because subconsciously we're, we're, we're thinking that there's, there's a perfect way on how to do it. But the truth is there is no one set perfect way. Everybody's way is different and everybody's got a combination of different things. So that's really what I've learned is that respect every, it, like just being a mother and the fact that you can conceive, carry birth, you know, like just the, uh, the fact that a woman, that our gender can do that is so beyond extraordinary that we give birth to everybody in the world um, is just so extraordinary and that, you know, we're doing enough and to really just do what feels right for you. Um, and that you can never, ever, ever judge any mother. So that's, I think what I've learned more than anything, just being one year into it. Hmm. I feel you sister, because (laughs) I really think that, I think that there's, there's certain things that have revealed themselves to be true. Um, I heard a conversation a couple of years ago. I think it was when my, my older child was a bit younger, um, maybe like within the first year to year and a half. I think it was a talk given by Anne-Marie Slaughter. And she talked about sprints uh, as a working woman and as a mother. And the reality that it might not be everything all at once. Where I think for men, the big difference, even if they're the most hands-on dad in the world, they don't necessarily have to stop any one thing, even necessarily for a few days. But I think as a mother, there is a reality that sometimes we must put something on hold to be more present for something else. And it's been hard for me to um, realize that and be peaceful about it. And I'm not always. But I think that there's also opportunity in finding um, peacefulness in, in the truth 
the truth of some of it and that there is no one way and that not every day is the same. Um, and I think within that peacefulness about, about that truth, actually we can be more productive as mothers and as working people. Um, that's just my, my two cents and my own experiences just to piggyback off of yours. And I, I honestly think, too, that, I mean, it is pretty insane, you know, in terms of just, if, I mean, I'm, I fall into the bucket of I'm definitely a working mom. I definitely love my work. I'm crazy passionate about what I do. It is, it's, it was my baby before I had a baby. Um, and, you know, I just, when I had Jackson, and I'm lucky in that I, I run my business from home. My entire team works remotely, so I can actually have a nanny I mean, we had a nanny for, like, we just gone through different transitions, and our au pair just actually arrived from China, because I'm Chinese, and I want Jackson to, to learn to be bilingual. She just arrived a few weeks ago, so now we have somebody, like, you know, for one year, um, so I don't have to go through new nanny changes, but, you know, so I, I am able to, you know, run my, my company and my work while seeing him all the time. Um, but it is a crazy juggle and, you know, it's a constant back and forth and, you know, adjusting plans and, and, and rituals and all that with your partner and your nanny and your, your, both your career schedules and, um, and travel and all of that. But I think that, you know, one, one of the things that, um, and actually also in this first year of, of, of being a mother, my business is also, you know, has hit that momentum where, you know, this is my third business actually. And so I've, I've always seen that it takes a few years for a business to really hit its, to get gain that like next level of stride and momentum. So I've got that going on, which is amazing. And plus I, you know, my book deal and working on the book, plus I'm coaching and, and consulting now with corporate senior leaders of women's initiatives of internal and, and external women's programs, like at companies like Deloitte or Prudential or Bacardi. So I consult and and they're clients of mine, right? They're, they're also sponsors of my conference, plus um, female CEOs and of big businesses and, and, and owners of really big businesses and helping. So I consult them. I've got the She Summit platform. I've got the book. I'm a mom. Like, there's so much going on. And it's just like, how does it, you know, how do you sort of reel that in and actually find sanity and find time for yourself? Um, but I find that if you can just sometimes take a pause, whether it's everybody's asleep and you're lying in bed with your iPhone or your journal, or if it's just taking an afternoon and grabbing lunch by yourself, you know, or just finding and, and, and scheduling that 30 or 60 minute appointment with yourself and to really just create the space, breathe in the universe and breathe in like the meaning of life for a second and just, just step back and be like, okay, what really matters right now? Like what really, really matters, you know, with, 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 you know, my life right now, I'm a mother, I'm a partner, I'm a daughter, I'm, you know, I own a business, I have a career, like what, what really needs my time right now, right? What really needs to change a little bit? And so if you can just find that little time and then, okay, maybe you've been feeling like you've been slacking on, you know, the food you've been giving your child, maybe you've been slacking on you know, like a date night with your husband because you've been arguing or, or your partner and you've been arguing all the time, or maybe it's, you know, and so I find that when you can, when you can just create the space to check in and really make sure that are my actions aligned with what really matters, it, it is really transformational on how you can sort of stay on top of, on top of things that way. That's amazing, Claudia. It's so funny. I, you answered like five of my questions in one of your answers. 
Love it. We're on the same page. That's for sure. Um, what, I you right now, the fact that you've got an infant crawling around while you're doing well, your job. Well, I'm laughing because I think this is why podcasting is so great because no one listening actually knows unless you tell them. But I'm glad you did because this right now is the definition of a beyond mom life because yes, my little baby is kind of in and out of my arms, on and off my boob, rolling around on the bed. I thought she fell asleep for a second, but um, she will soon. In any case, this is this is the dream. <laughs> so, last question: What does going beyond mom mean to you? You know, it's interesting because I feel like the term means you know, like, what is your identity and what are you doing outside of motherhood, right, Um, as a mother? And to me, I've always been, to me, motherhood came second, right, because I was always this fully 360-degree person, right, Um, with a clear identity as to who I was and, you know, and, and and my purpose and all of that. Even if I didn't know my purpose, I was still very much, you know, knew my identity. And so motherhood is sort of a a newer, obviously the new biggest, latest event in my life. And so, but I, I, you know, I think it just means, I think beyond mom means how can, you know, who am I as a leader of my own personal self and life? You know, who am I as, and I use the word lead because I love the word lead. Like, um, how can I lead my a better personal life for myself? How can my, my own personal internal sanity, right, and and well being, then and and physical self? Then there's you know as a partner to my spouse, as you know a leader to my team, um, and mentoring and making sure that I'm leading my organization in the best way possible to the work and mission and the impact that I believe I'm on this planet to do through this business. Um, how can I lead my finances well? How can I lead my home and house well? Right, because it's it's what shelters us. So to me, it's you know to me it's this three hundred and sixty degree life of how do I really thrive and lead holistically and be a holistic person, holistic thriving person. And those are those are the components of my life. And also a daughter because my dad is eighty six and he has, actually has stage four liver cancer right now. And my mom fortunately is taking good, good care of him and. But I mean, that's a whole other area of my life right now that I feel like, wow, like I, I haven't really been giving that a lot of attention because I don't live in the same city as my parents. And so, you know, so I think that I try to check in with all these areas of my life. And motherhood is not necessarily like comes first and everything comes second. It's just a part of, it's all of it, right? Um, but I will say that in premarital counseling uh, through our church, because John and I are uh, Baptist, and we worked our sermon to premarital counseling with us, um, is that, you know, they did say that your relationship with your spouse is the most important, or your partner is the most important relationship you'll have in your life, because the success of the two of you determine the success of as, as, as parents, as you know, in your career, as individuals, and I really felt that that was really powerful. Like, I often... And I see a lot of moms prioritizing their child. And obviously, there's many single parents out there, which is a different story. But, you know, I find that, you know, when everything is good with you and your partner, you know, you're better parents. And so I've been really cognizant and and proactive about that and making sure that I'm not, I'm really prioritizing my relationship with him. Well, it's your your anchor and your problem solver together. There's so many things. It's your, your one. It is, it's what you committed to, like, you are one, right? Like it's your partner in crime for the rest of your life. And so, 
Yeah. And, and I think I see, you know, I think nobody talks about what happens to a marriage or a partnership, you know, for the people that are, are that are parenting in relationships. Um, you know, I find that nobody, that that's a whole missing part of the conversation, right? Um, it's a great podcast idea though, Claudia. I'll let you start that one. <laughs> Done. I'm going to find the right expert for that one. Yeah. So, you know, so the thing is, is that, you know, it's so, so our, our conference this year, She Summit, the fifth annual is on October 28th and 29th. It's a Friday and Saturday. And it is, you know, we're going to have up to 2000 people and it's also a live stream. So if you're in LA or London or it's no longer part of the UK, I mean, no longer part of the EU, which is insane, 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 insane. Um, but wherever you are in the world, you can you can purchase the live stream, and we'll we're sending toolkits to everybody. There's going to be pre-conference toolkits um, to really prepare you. But that's what the summit is all about. It's about how can we give women, you know, giving women amazing speakers and education and topics of discussion to help you realize your potential, rise to that potential holistically. We're going to talk about finances. We're going to talk about marriage and relationships and partnerships, parenting. We're going to talk about corporate leadership, entrepreneurialism, um, really 360. We're going to teach you about women's issues and teach you to rise and lift, help you. you I would say like one through 10 in like where you are thriving holistically as a leader, one through 10, where are you in your mission and impact, social impact? Are you, some people might be at, a, at an eight and one, but a two and the other, right? Like my, my, my dream is to really get people to tens um, in both arenas. So that's, yeah. So if you want to be a leader and you want to make an impact and you want to live an amazing life as a mom and beyond, um, you know, that's what we're, that we're, our whole conference program is to cultivate you to do that. Well, I can say I have attended She Summit several years in a row, and it is an extremely special experience. And I do encourage listeners to attend if you can um, live stream if you cannot be there physically. Um, but it's it's really a special experience that you've created for people, Claudia. So thank you. And wow, what fascinating conversation. I mean, a million and one little nuggets that I just want to extract from here, and I will. Um, what a joy to get to share your insights on business building and motherhood and really just living a positive, forward-thinking life. And I think that that's what, at the end of the day, what so many of us just really, really want. So thank you, Claudia. You're just such an inspiration. Thanks so much for having me and you as well. Thanks. And to all of you listening again, we know Claudia and I and, and others um, how precious your time is. So for tuning in to today's conversation, I thank you. Tune in to others. There's so many great ones here on the um, On Air with Beyond Mom podcast. Lots to learn about. Lots to inspire you. And I wish you a beautiful day. Take care. <laughs>